0: Today's daf is that Chav in Suvos, as we learned for a fourth line, Pariyos of Hazriel ben Chaim Michal and Elazar ben Reuma. Yesterday we got down to the sixteenth line on the page, Chav Amaral, the sixteenth line, Amravavu, Eimazi mina sa Adam el When it turns, when when you become, um, when you try to turn witnesses into conspiring false witnesses, what does that mean? We have a special cloud, and when it comes to Adam, we know Alpi shnai Adam yakom daver. Whether we talk about uh, or money matters, even though I told you many times, I said, in today's world, very few cases that come to a Besden, a Jewish court, actually are decided by two Adam, because most of the time there's not two Adam. am not talking about getting and Kedushin, where you know there's Adam there, but I'm talking about regular money matters, there's some dispute over a sale, over a business deal, or something like that. How many times are the two Adem who are going to remember the story and tell it? It doesn't happen very often. But... When it comes to the Torah, when it comes to testifying about uh, uh, Gittin, Kadushin, uh, uh, uh things of that sort, or, or money matters, the Torah says you need two Adam. So <clears throat> the two Adam, if they're contradicted, number one, number two, say this, number three, number four, say the opposite. So you can't accept either one. But it doesn't mean that the adam are puzzled. It just means that we don't know who to believe and we leave it. That's what we say, you leave the money where it is because you don't know what to do. Okay, trade, babi, trade the Gemara said at the top of the page, two against two. However, there's a special law in the Torah that if two Adam come along, one and two testify about something, and then another set of Adam, three and four come along and say, you you, you are liars because you were with us in St. Louis on that day at that time, then we believe the second group. Why not believe the first group? That's the law in the Torah. When they did not testifying about the case, you are saying, ye mano so the Gemara one, say, well, Kasha, just contradictory item, is like the beginning. In other words, like, like Michael said, it's a shtickle. It's a partial hazama. And, and just, the, just like hazama has to be in front of you, meaning three and four can't testify with one and two being in absentia, not there. Three and four have to come and say, you one and two, you were with us. Look me in the eye and say, you were with us. You have to say it in front of them. Otherwise, you can't be of them. The Gemara want to say maybe I is the same way. It says the Gemara, no. And here the Gemara says, "I'm Ravu" in the sixteenth line. El when it comes to, I'm say isem. In other words, and when you do that, when you when you uh, disqualify those witnesses number one and two because you say you couldn't have testified about the murder in New York because at that same moment you were with us in St. Louis, it's impossible for you to have been there. So when you say that, you disqualify one and two, and you make them, them, sue them going forward. They now cannot testify about anything else because they're known to be, they're known liars, right? So but contradictory testimony, two people say that Jim killed them and two people say, no, that John killed him. That doesn't make them into liars and that they could do even in absentia, even in front of them. And if you do as in front, let's say three and four come and say, well, one and two aren't here right now. We can't wait for them, but they were with us in St. Louis on that time at that day. So it's not hazama. You didn't turn one and two into permanent liars, but it is considered a contradiction, so you can't accept one and two's testimony. So again, to make them full hazama, in the sense that not only are they liars, and the Torah says, <laughs> they were trying to kill somebody or, or make somebody pay $1,000, you impose that punishment on them right now. That's the, that's the punishment for being uh, conspiring liars. Right? That you can only turn them into the eyes in front of them, in front of their face. But not in front of their face, you can't. But they could still be on a kosher. You could still make their testimony unacceptable because they are, they are uh, considered contrad- this contradictory testimony. We said before that if they're Adam, right, this Adam are signed on a star. This said this at the end of the DAF yesterday. As uh, two people signed on a star, and they died, so they died. So they can't they can't uh, confirm their own uh, their own uh, signatures. But if there's other item that that's their signatures, or or the court can can confirm those signatures. Why? Because there was another star registered in the court, and Shikarov of and that court challenge, and that court that star was challenged. A star for a sale or a loan and that sh- that was challenged somebody said I don't I don't know if those signatures are good both best doesn't confirm that those signatures are good in other words you have in the in the court records you have these two signatures which are signed and confirmed by the court that yes these are indeed real signatures ain't on them in other words you don't believe ain't among them ain't on them so if there's adams that they're savyadam, that, they're, uh, that this is the, the adam, that this is the, indeed their signatures, or yes, in other words, who's not believed, they're not believed to ruin these stars. In other words, we said, if somebody comes along and say, no, there was a tanai, or there was some other, uh, uh, two people come along and say, we recognize those signatures, but not there was a tonight, but the adam were puzzled. They were relatives at the time. He was his brother-in-law or uh, they were puzzled for some other reason, or they were forced, or they were katanim. If the signatures can be confirmed independent of these two guys who are trying to ruin it, then they're not believed. So he said, how much are they not believed? Well, uh, it's really two against two, right? Because you have the two that are confirmed, right? The best net confirmed it before. And you have these two. So it's two against two, you leave money where it is. So ain't a that the Adam the, the will come along and say, that these signatures are not good. Yes, it indeed is a signature of number one and number two, but they were forced or they were relatives or whatever. We don't accept it if you can confirm these signatures from some other court documents or from some other aid. So some take, some take out the next line, but you can leave it in also, only if it was challenged and then it was confirmed. It's a proof to what When you want to confirm the signatures on the star. And you don't have any item. There's no item here at all. We, we have a star here. The Malvin Lova, let's say, are arguing. The Malva says, you owe me $1,000. The Lova says, no, I don't owe you the money. Your star is uh, forged. You have an IV which is forged. So he's got to confirm the item aren't here. You can confirm it with another, that the signatures are valid signatures because you can confirm it with another court document in which they're signed. So he says, Ein kam, si kam, kam a star from another star, which was challenged and confirmed. Um, in other words, otherwise, maybe the other star is also forged. What does the, la- the Loba say? I don't owe you the money. You have a star I an you, it's forged. It's a forgery. They are here. They're, they're, I don't know who those signatures are. Uh, nothing. So Ravasi says you can confirm it if you have another court document which was challenged with they, those same signatures and was confirmed to be valid signatures. Then you can confirm it. But if it's not been confirmed in court, so how are you proving it from another document? The other document would also be forged. You know, I could forge one document and say, here's an I owe me a thousand dollars. Prove it. Maybe that's a forgery. Oh, I have another forgery right here. Prove it. You know, I have another how do you know that, it, that, that the other one's good? Savas so says it's gotta be confirmed in court. It was challenged and confirmed. I, uh, yeah. I, I don't quite understand the logic. The the A-Ding in the second case, in the current case, not in the previous case, right? Um they're not Saying that the, there's forgery. There's no item at all. There's no item at all. The Malva. No, the no, malva on the signature. On the, the item signed on the star, right? And right. they're not denying that these are the signatures who's, of those people. Who, who's that? Who's they? The Lova. The Lova. The says, Lova saying. The Lova saying that it's a fake IOU. If those are forgeries. That, that, no, that the item were and From one reason. Or no, 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 no. We're not talking. That's a previous case. Here, 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 here we're just talking about in general. Here we're talking about in general that before before we talk about a case where where uh, two people come and say that, that the item were in kosher right. and we also confirm it from a court from a, if, if there's a previous document confirming that the signatures are good, right then it's two against two and you leave the money where it is. You, it's two against two. Now we're talking oh, about, yeah. talking about yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now we're so talking about gosh, a different case. case. Now we're talking about a simple case where the loba challenges it, and you want to be it from some other court document, there are no Adam at all coming to testify. You can only do it from a court, from a document that was challenged and confirmed I'm in Ardov, el subas He says, listen, when you want to be in Ardov, in they said, you have to have two confirmations. And as if you're, if you're trying to confirm it from another document, it's not enough to have one, but two, star el-mishtek-subas, either from two subas, two like, a, that, that's a valid document of ksuba or from two fields, meaning two bills of sale of fields. That's only for what's considered a good bill of sale. I could also make up a bill of sale, but a bill of sale that's confirmed is a bill of sale that was valid. Jim sold this to Bob, and Bob was on the land for three years without peacefully. There were no protests against him. Then you know it's a valid document. That's what Rashi says over here. this... Um, if the item are signed on two other ones, and it's not enough to have a confirmation that this is a valid signature based on one other one other document, it's got to be two. Remember, we said that the chazaka is three years, meaning that it wasn't challenged, that it was a valid document either from the two suvas that we, we have confirmation or or that it was, uh, or it was a bill of sale that wasn't challenged. When you're confirming it, listen to this. What, what happens over here? You have a Malva and a lova, right? The Malva says, you owe me $1,000. The lova says, I challenge you. I don't believe that it's a valid document. So we say you have to confirm it from another document in court. draw says you have to have two documents. And he says, but the documents cannot be other documents that the Malva pulled out of his wallet. Because that could also be a forgery. He said, here's I, here's an IOU, you owe me $1,000. The guy says, no, it's a forgery. Oh, I have another one here confirming the signatures. That could be the same forgery, you understand? So he says, it's got to be from a third party or from a court. Why can't, you, why can't you rely on another document that the Malva himself, the litigant himself, pulls out of his pocket? Dilma's view from that, because maybe he forged it, right? Maybe he forged it. In other words, maybe uh, this guy, right? What, what happened? This guy is confirming the first document with a second document, right? Right? So he says, well, well what does the second mean when we put maybe a second one is a forgery? He copied it from the other one. So he says, well, Dilma, Dilma, you Dilma also, V'achaza, Osef, Zayef. So maybe also here. So you confirm it from, let's say, a document in court or a document of a third party. Maybe this guy went to the third party, saw the signature there. You know, you, 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 went, to the, uh, you went to Washington, you saw the Declaration of Independence, and you're, I mean, you're, you saw John Hancock the way he wrote it. And then you came home and you wrote John Hancock the same way that he wrote it there, right? You can't be Machav that much. In other words, we all know that John Hancock had that big signature. But if it's not right in front of you to copy it exactly, that's pretty hard. That's pretty hard. So if you pull out a document from your pocket to prove it, you know, here's the document. Oh, it's a forgery? Well, I got another one here. Big deal. You copy one from the other, right? You got one from the other. But if 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 you can confirm it from a document that somebody else had, you can't assume that the Malgo went and saw it and then he was able to copy it perfectly. You know, this is before you had uh, cell phones that made pictures and instantaneous and you had everything in front of you. You don't assume the guy went somewhere, saw a signature and came home, memorized it and wrote it down. And that, that, that person wouldn't be able to do that well. So therefore, you want to confirm it. And that's, that's, that's what it is. Today, we have notaries or lawyers or whatever to confirm the signatures, because again, maybe it's a forgery. Turn around about here's a point, the Torah says that you can't mail in your testimony, you know, today we have uh, have video testimony, somebody's dying, they want to get a testimony, or uh, he writes it in, right, you send it in, uh, you know, an affidavit, what's an affidavit, it's a sworn document, you know, that this is so-and-so, and you accept it in court as testimony, Allah uh, in the Torah says, it says, it's got to be from their mouth. You got to hear it directly. The court has to hear them speak it in front of you. You can't say the guy's dying and he wrote it down. You have to be able to say it yourself. We all said before that uh, that um, uh, you can't change your testimony, right? Okay, so he says like this, Here's what happens. A guy saw something take place. He was asked to be a witness. And, uh, you know, till, court, till, the, till they get the court uh, appearance, you know, till that they come to court, it could take a long, long time. So he wrote it down. He made himself some notes to what, what took place to refresh his memory later on. Okay. Says you can do that. You can do that. And that's not considered, uh, it doesn't mean that he's sending his notes in as the court. He, the, are, the notes are simply to remind him and then when he reads the notes, he's re, his memory is refreshed and when he testifies in court, he's testifying out something that he saw. Um is off from he's got to remember it. can't be that he doesn't remember it at all. He's just, well, this is what I've written down. this must have happened. no, he's got to remember it. Even even he doesn't remember it on his own. He doesn't remember it on his own this, this reminds him from honey Bay two people. They they saw some testimony together. They were witnesses to a court case or a murder or something. And one of them forgot about it. He forgot it. The other guy who remembers it can remind this guy. Because Rabbi Okunin says, even if you don't remember it, you had it in your notes, that's good enough. Okay, so Rashi says, even so, Rashi, uh, a few lines from before the bottom, says, says, um, um, Elo Achisha Roa b'Shtar after he sees it and the star nasan libo he you know he pushes himself uh, he makes an effort benisker shonu stakimenu kolkach he didn't forget it that much shekhem astirim lo nisker shekhem astirim lo nisker he still remembers it when he's reminded of it avale nisker la gamrei lo you know it's it. it, it uh, Rob, Rob, the first of him, Ravuna, says he's got to remember on his own without the documents, without the notes. The notes are just to uh, uh, remind him of some of the details. Ravuna says, no, even if he doesn't remember himself, he only remembers it when he saw his notes. But when he saw his notes, his memory was refreshed and then he remembered seeing it himself. That's OK. But if he didn't see it, if he, if he doesn't remember the incident at all, all he's doing is he's seeing his notes. And I wrote this down. I guess this happened. I don't remember it at all. That's no good. Because then you're not testifying from your mouth, and your brain. You're testifying from your paper. You're you're just reading what you wrote. That's no good. Iboilu mai. What happens if the Baldin himself reminded him? Not the Adem reminded him. In other words, we said if he wrote it down, that's okay. He wrote it down, that was just to refresh his memory. Or if the other aid refreshed his memory, but then he remembered it, that's okay. What happens if the Baldin, the litigant, reminded him? Don't you? Were you were there when I lent this guy a thousand dollars? You don't remember that, and he was reminded. What about that? So that's the question. Even if the litigant himself reminded the witness, that's good. No, the litigant can't remind you because the litigant remind you, we suspect that obviously he has a he has his side of the story to tell. So that's not good. However, if the if the witness is a rabbi. Even if the litigant reminded him, he won't lie and just say what the litigant told him unless he really remembered it, because he knows he's an honest person if he's a rabbi. All right? like the have He has a testimony about Ravkana. Ravkana has some sort of a incident, uh, some sort of a transaction. new testimony Do you remember? You know, remember a few years back, I asked you to be a witness over here. Can you remind, can you, uh, do you remember this? And I said, lo, I don't remember. Because Ravashi was honest, I don't remember. He says, you don't remember that this guy came to my house and I gave him the money and all that. I don't remember. Lasof, later on, itka Ravashi. Unfortunately, this took place not in court, before they came to court. Because in court, what did I say? We have a clause lo you can only testify once. You can't change your testimony in court, unless it was told to be, but that's not changing it. You understand? You can't change your testimony in court. You can't do what this guy Filber did or whatever, you know, that went back and forth. He changed his mind. You can't do that. Once you said one thing, that's accepted. So this business that Ravashi and Ravkana were going at it, Ravkana said, don't you remember the story? He says, no. Don't you remember the story? No. Afterwards, you remember That all took place. That discussion took place before they came to court because he can't change his opinion in court. Let's it to Ravashi. Hasalei. And he gave testimony on behalf of Rafkana. He remembered it. Kana, the He saw that Rafkana was a little bit hesitant here. Rafkana says, Rashi's testifying to me, but I know he didn't remember it. I told him, I reminded him of it. How could he testify about something he didn't remember? O-mulei, Rashi says, Me Allah kasam, you think I relied on you reminding me? You reminded me, you indeed refreshed my memory, but afterwards I remembered it. I know I I uh, pushed myself. You know I I, uh, I put it on myself. I, I tried real hard. I you know I, I you know I, I tried, I tried to remember, and I remembered it myself, Itri and I remembered it myself. You were indeed, I didn't remember it at the beginning, but after you reminded me of it, uh, you know, I, I did remember it. Right. Tonight, it's, these things happen. These things happen. I remember when uh, a few years ago, when by Poland died, it was just his fourth yard site. Um, you know the wife called uh, called us that we should uh, with the will or something like that I had signed his will you know years ago years before I didn't remember signing it and then after I pushed myself and remembered it you know like I thought about it I said yeah now I do remember going into a study and he gave me some papers to sign or whatever you know sometimes it happens that way all right so we're talking about memory you know you can sometimes okay, if you wait, is this case it's over to up? there's a silver up on it yeah 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 now, the idea is, is that uh, even if it's not it's over a button, if my notes reminded me or if my co-witness reminded me we said that's okay because if you're know, just just refreshing your memory if you don't remember the incident at all and the guy just told you this is what we were there you know come and testify with me because you were I don't remember it at all you can't testify because that's me being big up or somebody else or worse if you don't even write, write it down but the other guy's telling you that's that's uh what do we call that no 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 we not witness <laughs> we call we called that um that <laughs> and E.P.A. What's the English word for that? No, no, no. Hearsay. Hearsay. That's hearsay. That's hearsay. Or if you write it from your notes and you're reading from your notes, it's not good. So there you have to remember something. So he said, what happens if the litigant himself reminded you that's not so good because, you know, he's got an ax to grind. He wants to tell his side of the story. But if it's a rabbi, a rabbi won't be swayed by the litigant. Like in this case Ravashi, Ravkana reminded him, Ravkana says, You're only testimony because they said, no, 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 I, I remember on my own. we come to a different topic, but it's related to the concept of remembering. How long do you remember something? HaSam. It says like this in um, in, in Olos, Hatlulios, mounds that grow from Baileir, Echadash, as You know, before in, in modern times we have cemeteries, people bury people in the cemeteries or in the churchyard or whatever, in the backyard, and they mark it. In those days, they weren't always marked. People would bury things. So if you see a mound, a mound, you can suspect that somebody buried somebody there. Not because that's the dirt, but simply because people would bury under a mound because nobody's gonna walk there. If it's a mound, you'll avoid it. So these mounds, I probably, if they're near, mainly, they're near the city or the road. We'll talk about which city, which road. Echekadoshus, whether it's a new mound or whether it's old, old mound, they're Tomei. We assume that people might have buried there. Why would they bury there? Because they know nobody's going to walk there, and you're worried about Kahanam and Taurus, et cetera. So if there's a mound, if it's near the city or near the road, whether it's new or old, in other words, what's the difference if it's new? Or if it's new, the idea is that people would remember if somebody was buried there, but if it's near the road or near the city, somebody could have done maybe a woman lost a child or a baby, and she just went out and buried herself without you knowing about it, or whether it's an old one. Old one means so old that we wouldn't remember. They're tame. You assume there's somebody buried there. Harachalkos, if they're far away. if they're new, taras. If they're new, they're Why? Because we would remember if somebody was buried there. we remember there was a funeral. Yishanos, if they're old, that's so old that you wouldn't remember. Then, tamay, they their tamay, even if they're far away. Far away from that, what do you mean? What's considered near the town, within 50 hours. What's considered old, 60 years. Meaning, if it's past 60 years, people aren't gonna remember it, that somebody might've been buried there. If it was gonna last 60 years, people say, yeah, yeah, there was a- 60 years Huh? How did they know it's 60 years old? How, how do they so know they this No, if they know if they know within 60 years you'll remember that this mound somebody was buried there if it's more than 60 years old he won't remember anymore so we don't know so that's what he says even if it's far away yishanos are, are ones that are far away if they're within 60 years then people will know if somebody's buried there because why would somebody slip out out there so people will know, yes, someone who's buried the if they're so old, meaning over 60 years, Now people won't remember. Most of the people are dead, right? 60 like, years? That means you have to be like 80 years That's old. right. That's right. Very good. Okay, 60 years, this is what we're talking about. Exactly, right. Yishanos Tameis. That's Rameer Shita. Rameer holds that there's finite numbers here. Near the city means 50 Amas. We'll talk about why the city, the road, we'll get that in a minute. Uh 500, what's old? 60 years, they were married. But says no. There is no fixed time. Proba Near the city means that there's nothing closer. Because if there's if there's a closer mound, somebody and a woman had to bury her child in the middle of the night, she was embarrassed and she she uh she miscarried and she took and she buried the child, and she would have gone to the closer one. So krova means that there's nothing closer than to the city. Yeshana you don't remember. It's so long enough ago that people don't remember. If somebody is buried there or not, my ear, my dear, what do you mean the city and the road? ear, your mamish, literally a city within 50 yamas of a city, you consider any mound to be tome. So, and derech is derech mamish, any road, it's a mistake. I mean, you're not sure over here, and an Eretz you going to say it was within any, any mound within near a city or near a road is tome. Amrish is Gemara says in Nazir, Ela Matzel, they found a the pretext to hear Eretz Israel. They said, Look, Eretz Israel, sorry, otherwise. We can say, wherever you go, Kohanim can't go. So they said, okay, fine. So it says over here because they found like a rock. In other words, they said, look, as long as we can assume that if somebody was buried they were probably buried over here, let's not say every place is, is Tomei. They found a pretext and they said, Erech Yisrael, what are you going to say? Within every city, within 50 elements of any city in Erech Yisrael, any mound is considered Tomei or within 50 amos of any road is considered Tomei. You can't assume that. So what do you mean, any city? I'm Rabbi Ir must mean a city that's right next to the cemetery on the way to the cemetery. The city's right next to the cemetery. Derech derech basic forest and the road is near the basic forest. So this is what we said. If it's within fifty amas, uh, uh, a mound which is near the city, which is near the cemetery, or near the road on the way to the cemetery, whether it's new or if it's near there, whether it's new or old, it's Tomei. Why? Because even if it's new and you say we don't remember anybody being buried there, there's maybe some lady in the middle of the night who took her kid out and buried her there. If it's far away, then we would know about it if it was relatively recent. What does relatively recent mean that people still remember? Or a mayor said 60 years. If it was a long time ago, people aren't going to remember those. or a tummy also. So it means basically, the, so, so the Basic Forest. You say if it's near the, the road to the Basic Forest, I mean, so the road Basic Forest, why wouldn't people go to the Basic Forest? Why would they put them near the road? Why would people bury somebody under a mound on the road on the way to the basic forest? Go to the basic forest. Oh, I'll tell you why. Zimdim banished banishmashus. Because maybe son a child died Friday, and it was right before Shabbos they were taking out, and they weren't, they didn't have enough time to go all the way to the basic forest, bury him, and get back for Shabbos. So they buried him on the road leading out to the cemetery. That can you understand. a mikru, and it happened that way kabru, betel. So they buried him under a mound. They don't want to bury him in a flat area pardon yeah 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 on the road but here it means that if we were talking about in the a mound off the road you can assume that the mound off the road somebody might have buried there because again not that the mound is assuming like somebody's under the mound that's why it's a mound it was a mound there and somebody buried in there because they know nobody's going to walk on a mound you'll walk on the flat ground so make a couple of Forest. i mean if it's sitting near the basic forest. And you're talking about if it's near there, if a mound near there, you might you have to assume it's, it was buried. Somebody buried there. cool the basic forest. Everybody's going to go to the basic forest. Why would they bury in the city if it's right next to the basic forest? Why wouldn't they go there? Because women again might bury their their uh, deceased, uh, uh, stillborn child or a miscarriage in the middle of the night. Or lepers or people who have sicknesses where their limbs fall off and the, and a limb is tummy, is, is tummy. Abram and Achai is uh like Basar uh, Ames. You know, until 50 Ames, in other words, they might go there, they're from the city, they're not going to go all the way to the cemetery. Why? Because 50 Amas will go by themselves. She'll go by herself. More than that, Dabra Inish, but will take somebody with it That's what we said. If it's within 50 Amas of the city, even though the city is on the way to the basic forest, but maybe the woman in the middle of the night, you know, to bury yourself, or a leper was embarrassed, and his finger fell off, or his hand fell off, and he wanted to bury it. So within fifty amas, he'll go. Right? More than that, he's not going to go. go to the basic. He's not going to go by himself, and we'll go to the basic forest. So that's why we say within fifty amas, it's possible. Fifty amas from the city that's near the basic forest, or fifty amas uh, off the road that's near, that's on the way to the basic forest. You have to assume there, in certain if it's if it's uh, if it's an old one for sure, even if it's far away. We said. Again, if it's within 50 amas, right here, whether it's new or old, maybe somebody would bear there. If it's further than that, then new ones are tar because we would assume we would know about it. People would remember it, because who's going to go that far? Within 50 amas, somebody might go there privately without telling anybody. But if it's more than that, they're not going to go on their own. And therefore, if it's pretty new, we would remember it. and there, since we don't remember it, that's probably tar. But if it's an old one, mayor, more than 60 years, According to Rabbi Huda, we said, as long as a person wouldn't remember it anymore, and that's a long time, uh, then, uh, then you assume that's Tomei also. bada So, if it's more than if it's more than 50 amas, they'll go together the basic parts. But that's why we say the difference of 50 amas, because within 50 amas, the guy might take it himself, and nobody will know about it. The, the funeral will not be publicized. So, we don't presume Tomei eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael, a star, even though we know that there's thousands of years of history in Eretz Yisrael, we don't assume that there was Tuma in a certain place unless you know about it. There's reason to believe it. There's reason to believe you. There's a, there's a cemetery there. Or there's reason to believe. the Gemara Nasser talks about if you find in a cave, you know, certain burial uh, sepulchres, you know, how they're set up. If you can assume what's, what's Tuma and what's not. More of that talks about it. But Stama Eretz Yisrael, you don't assume it i You see from over here from a mayor who said 60 years. But right? he say he says what is, what what's uh, long what's uh, old more than 60 years. You see from here that that shish uh, shana until 60 years people remember something people aren't going to remember because we talk about testimony before we said hey, you might forget about it but you'll be reminded. He says more than 60 years you're not going to remember. Shmamino says shish and shana. Uh, the time of uh high sedusa. So therefore, you're not going to remember. You're not going to remember things more than sixty years old, which is pretty good. Like I said, also because if you're there's a whole If you saw something when you were not bar mitzvah, can you testify about it after you're bar mitzvah? Right. You can't testify when you're under bar mitzvah. So already, if you hold old, that you can't testify about something you saw. You have to be at least seventy three uh, to be to, to be in this situation. But it's possible to remember things. Now, many of us remember things that took place when we were one or two years old. So he says, you see, from a mayor, I said, until 60 years, you remember it's not true. It's possible you can remember something that took place 100 years ago. We saw these offers that lived 120 in good health. You might remember something that took place a long, long time ago. Not yesterday. What? Not yesterday. That's different. A long time. Why? Because over here, in the case of the cemetery, case of funerals, do you remember there was a funeral there? I think there was something there 59 years ago. I remember something about that. But you're not forced to, it. it's not imposed on you to testify, right? It's just like it's happening that way. But when you saw a testimony, you know, you saw a murder take place, or you were called to a, a gittin or a kadushin, or uh, some sort of a transaction, and you were there and you were witnesses, then you, you are, you, uh, you know, it's imposed upon you, you know, you, you push yourself to remember, that's sort of the, that's the point. Uh, but over here, where it's imposed on you, you're going to, you know, you're gonna remember I'm a witness about this case, you're gonna push it. So you could remember something even more than 60 years. Now, when we say you confirm the witnesses on a stock, the I you, the model says, here's my stock, you owe me a thousand dollars, right? What happens? The logo says you don't, I don't owe you anything, it's a forgery. So you confirm it. What is it? Well, how do you confirm it? The witnesses themselves can say these are our signatures. That means that the witnesses, let's say Reuben and Shimon, Reuben and Shimon are the witnesses. So Reuben confirms his and Shimon confirms his, that should be enough. But that's not two, each one is only confirming his own. That's one and one. Or do you need two witnesses to testify about each signature? So therefore Reuben could testify about his and Shimon's if he knows Shimon's and Shimon can testify about Shimon's and Reuben's. Or you could have two other Adam who know both of them. Or you can have two other Adam who know Shimon and two other Adam who know Reuben's signatures. That's going to be a discussion over here. Zemrikzav says this is mine, and that's Shimon's. I recognize them. Zemrikzav is like well, they're believed. That's a valid confirmation. If each one just says no, I confirm my own. Srichlan Sarfim Mamachi. You need somebody else to testify with them because each one is only confirming each one is only confirming his own signature, and you need two for each signature apparently, according to Rabbi Dibor you don't have to add. If each one confirms his own signature, that's good enough. You don't need two people to confirm each signature. Each person is pleased to say, this is my signature. So like Mara says, if you analyze this, you'll see with Divrei Rebbe, Rebbe, who says, you need two, two witnesses on each signature, right? And he could testify about his own signature because he's a witness that that's, a good sign, that's my signature. And the other guy's also testifying. So according to Rabbi, you need what? The divrei, Rabbi. When they confirm it, they're confirming their signatures. So you need two people on each signature. When the cham say no, each one could just say, that's mine and that's my. Each one says, this is my signature. The other guy said, that's my signature. You don't have two witnesses on each signature. You just have one witness on each signature. The guy himself who signed it. Why is that good enough according to chamem? Because they're not testifying about the signatures, they're testifying about the transaction in the star. They're saying the star took place, yes, that's my signature. And the other guy says, that's my signature, it's good enough. Otherwise, you would need two for each. Rebbe says, you need two for each, two people to testify about each signature, either these two guys or two other guys, right? About each signature. The rabbinans say, no, they're testifying about the star. So uh, that, 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 the, that the document took place, the, the money, the, the $100 and the stars what they're testing. Therefore, each guy can testify by himself. This isn't more cheap, isn't that obvious? Well, how else could you explain it? No. Mao is saying the Rebbe Spukum softly. I might think, listen, listen carefully. I might think Rebbe's not sure. Rebbe's not sure. When you say you confirm the witnesses, do you need two witnesses on each signature on the document? Or do you need one, just the guy himself confirming that this took place? Mao is, a, if you had two other guys, who aren't signed here, right? Uh, uh, confirming the that they, they how could they confirm what took place the transaction they didn't see it. they can only confirm yes I recognize Reuben and Shimon's signatures. So out and saying Rabbi Sivka, he's not sure. Are they testifying about their own signatures, right? In which case you need two on each one? Or are they testifying what took place the transaction in the star? The listen to this. Reuben and Shimon signed on an IOU. Right? A, a loan took place between Amal and Aloba, A thousand dollars was was lent out. Reuben and Shimon signed on it. Reuben dies. Ruben dies. Now they want to confirm this. They want to confirm it. Shimon comes. Listen to this. Shimon comes, and he says, "Okay, this is my signature. Right? This is my signature. And uh, that's Reuben's signature. But you can't. You can only testify about your own. Your own has your own power." To say, I'm testifying about what took place, but the, 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 to confirm Shimon's signature, to confirm Reuben's signature, the one who died, you need Shimon and another guy. It says, Hey, you need two people from the shuk. Why? Shimon. If, if Reuben died and Shimon's testifying, Shimon, it's possible that Shimon's signature, Shimon testifying by his own signature, that's enough because he's testifying what took place. That's good enough. He only needs himself. And now, to confirm Reuben's signature, if you use Shimon and one other witness, one other outside witness, it comes out that Shimon effectively is, is confirming three quarters of the of the star because he's doing his own. Right, if 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 he's testifying on the document, not on not on the signatures, then he then him he, himself is good enough, and he's testifying Reuben. Reuben. Reuben's dead. so can, Reuben can't testify about the document, about the transaction. So you need two aid to testify about Reuben. So if one of them is Shimon and one of them is some guy in the street who recognizes the signature, comes out three quarters of the document is being confirmed by Shimon and one quarter by somebody else. And the Torah says, Al-Pishnai made him 50-50. So, so here's an Afghamina, if he's short nah, eh, Afghamina, You need two guys. But uh, the Im If if you don't have two guys from the street, in other words, Shimon's one of the guys, Shimon says from about his own, and about Rubains, the Mamona. Less a third, meaning three quarters of the, of the money, is being taken out by one guy, a by the mouth of one, by Shimon, and we're not sure. So In other words, we're not sure. We're, we're, the possibility could be that Rebbe's not sure. Is he testifying about the document, about the transaction? And each guy can testify about his own. And if that's the case, if Rubin died and Shimon can testify about his own, that's good enough. But for Rubin's signature, you need two guys. And if Shimon's one of them, it comes out three quarters of the document, three quarters of the transaction is being collected based on Shimon and one quarter on the other guy. Therefore, what do you need? Shimon should testify about his own and right his own. And two other guys from the street will testify about Rubin's. That would be okay, right? Meaning, you go to Chumrah that you need two guys for Ruben, and and you need and you need two guys for each, right? We go for two guys for each. Kamash alone, and therefore what? What when you say Meaning, it's possible that Shimon alone could testify about it because he's he's uh, he's testifying about the what the transaction, not about the signatures. But maybe the other way. Maybe you need two guys. So therefore, what do you need? You need you need Shimon testifying about him, his own. Plus you need. Two guys from the street testifying about Ruben, or or two guys from the two uh, guy, two guys from the street testifying about Ruben and Shimon, in case Shimon can't testify about his own alone because maybe he's testifying about the signatures, not about the transaction. So so, we're contesting the signatures. in the case of a star that has two signatures on it, that's good enough, right? We're, we're contesting. We're saying it's forged. That's what I'm saying. We're saying it's forged. So oh. how do you confirm it? How do you confirm it? That's so say Reuben could say that's mine and Shimon could say that's mine. That's good enough. You don't need any more than that. Rebbe said no. Rebbe said no, you need two on each one. So if, if you have Reuben saying that's mine and that's his, that's two. And Shimon saying that's mine and that's his, that's good enough because you have two on each one. But if one, let's say, so, so what's the argument? The rabbans say that each one testifies on because each one's just confirming the transaction, They're not testifying about the signatures. That's good enough. You, you confirm it by testifying about what took place. Rebbe says no. You need two signatures on each one, so you're not testifying about the star about the about what took place. You're testifying about the signatures. So isn't it obvious if that that's the machlokus? We're saying no. According to rabbanin, yeah. According to rabbanin, is very simple. Rabbanin say you are testifying what took place, so each one's good enough. But according to Rebbe, we're not sure. Maybe he's not sure. Maybe Rebbe's not sure. If, if they're testimony about their signatures, in which case you need two on each, or they're testament about the transaction. And after will be if Reuben died. If Rubain died, Shimon cannot just say, this is mine and then that's his and bring one other guy, because maybe three quarters will be done by Shimon then. So therefore what you need to do is you have to bring another guy from the street. You need Shimon to say, this is mine and that's Reuben's and another guy from the street to testify about both of them, about, about both of them to make sure Right to make sure that, it, that that you don't that you're not in a situation where Shimon's doing three quarters of it. So therefore, you have two Adam from the street come. You need two Adam from the street to come and testify about rubanes. and one of them is good enough for Shimon also. So for Shimon's. So this way, we know that you don't have three quarters by one and two and, and one quarter uh, by the other guy. At least, he, at least this way, he's, he's not doing more than fifty percent. That's what you might think. K'mashma. Rabbi Shimon that that's not what took place. Rebbe is a the the whether it's the l'chumra, cool you need two aid on each signature. You need two aid them on each signature. And therefore, if Shimon, if Ruben died, Shimon could testify about his own, and he could testify about ruben's too. But you still need another aid to testify about Shimon and about ruben because the, the signature is not about the transaction. Remember, um they have yeah, you have the zoo. Rebbe kula rabbanon and and um, and in this case, what we say, Rebbe is lakula and the rabbanon are lechumrah. Why are the rabbanon lechumrah? Right, because he says he says if one of them died, right? If one of them died, if they're both alive, each one could testify. According to rabbanon, this is mine, and that's good enough because they're testing about the about the money. But if one of them died, may say man you need two from the shuk to testify on this one. Uh, uh, lay and love, and why? Because um, because here, you know, you uh, you need two people because um, Shimon cannot testify about Reuven's share because otherwise he's doing three quarters according to the Rabbanan, right? According to Rabbanan, uh, Shimon can't testify about Reuven's because Shimon testifies on him, that's fifty percent. If he testifies, if he's testifying about Reuven who's dead, signature, then he's, he's accomplishing three quarters of it. So you need two people from the shuk Lehi and love. The zoo Rebbe Lakula for Abbana Lakumra. And here Rebbe is Lakula. Why is he Lakula? Um why is he Lakula? So Rashi says, Um, there's a Rashi, I think there's a Rashi here. Um right? right? according to rabaran, one guy can testify about himself and two guys can shook. But according to Rebbe, you need two and two, so you need you need two on each one. And therefore, Rebbe Abu Lakula, Rabbanan, because you need two people from the street. But according to, according to Rebbe, you don't need two people from the street. You need one person from the street. Why? Because Shimon can testify about his own and about Rubens, and one other person from the street can testify about Rubens and Shimon's also. Shimon and another guy from the street, you only need one guy from the street, they'll each testify about Rubens and Shimon's, because according to Rebbe, they're testifying about the signatures, not about the transaction. But according to Rabanan, that they're testifying with that action that's all good and dandy if Ruben and Shimon are both alive. Shush Rubin says that's my signature, Shimon says that's my signature. But if Ruben died, if Ruben died, so Shimon can testify his own signature, that's half. But what about Ruben? Ruben's dead. He can't say that's my signature, so you need two people in the street. In that case, the Rabun of and Rebbe is Lakula, because according to Rabunan you need two guys from the street and according to Rebbe, you only need one. Be trail alachad. If there's only you don't, you can't find two people in the street. What do you do? We'll see that tomorrow when we pick it up from here tomorrow. It's-